Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Uh, but the lady we're about to talk to now has gone through the transition. She went through this transition at the age of 47 back in 2004. Uh, Joanna Harper is actually also a competitive running athlete. Uh, went through university, born in Canada, went through university uh, and was quite a competitive uh, baseball player, basketball player. Uh, but the whole time, of course, was not feeling good about the body she was living in and the life she wanted to lead. Uh, and in the end, at the age of 47, Joanna Harper did something about it. Uh, from that point onwards, she's been very busy in terms of being a consultant as high as the uh, International Olympic Committee and World Rugby. That's uh, how well-respected her views are. So it's a great pleasure to have her on the show this morning. Um, Joanna, thanks very much for joining us. Welcome. Now, listen, uh, first of all, you're a scientist, first and foremost. Uh, you're a runner. Uh, you're a researcher, you're an author, you've written a book called uh, Sporting Gender, the History, Science and S Stories of Transgender and Intersex Athletes. I mean, you're a transgender person yourself, you transitioned at the age of 47. You're huge this issue, which, of course, is becoming very big in our nation. Um, yeah, so what do you want to know? I want to know. What do you want to know? All right, well, let, let's get down to it. I mean, you're also, you, you've been advising... Uh, the Olympic body, you've been advising uh, World Rugby on the participation of transgender athletes. Is that correct? Those two and many other international sporting federations. So the, the rugby one in particular, rugby of course being our national sport, uh, the World Rugby Board basically said no to it. You argued against that. Um, why, did you, why were you so adamant about transgender athletes taking part in World Rugby? Well, first of all, I think World Rugby has a, a very justifiable concern over safety. Trans women are on average taller, bigger, and stronger than, than cisgender or typical women. And, and so World Rugby is, is, has a valid concern. However, I don't think it's necessary to entirely ban trans women from, from international level rugby. In, in fact, no trans woman has ever qualified for her national team. So, so no trans woman is actually getting banned by this ban, but I suggested limiting each national team to one trans woman, thereby very few tackles would be made by trans women and any risk from them would be small. And their reaction to that was no. <laughs> That's correct. <laughs> well, look, if we go from rugby across the, the subject, uh, which is on a lot of people's minds in New Zealand, and that's the participation of, of uh, Laurel Hubbard and uh, the weightlifting at the forthcoming Tokyo Games. Uh, it's all about, I think, educating the New Zealand people about hormones, testosterone, levels of which, uh, and you're very, very qualified to talk about that. At this stage, the levels of hormones uh, of uh, men are 10 to 15 times greater than those of, of women, correct? So, that, you know, men run faster at this stage, larger muscles, denser bones, 
leaner body mass. Is is that the way you see it in terms of Laurel Hubbard and weightlifting? Well, Laurel Hubbard isn't a man. But everything you said is true about men. But trans women who go on her- hormone therapy lose muscle mass, they lose strength, they, they lose many of the attributes um, that, that cisgender men have. And even before trans women start hormone therapy, trans women are less strong on average than cisgender men. So, so it, it's wrong just to look at this in terms of men versus women. The important question is, you know, what attributes do transgender women have? And, and that's something we don't entirely know. But um, Laurel Hubbard's in a field of 14 athletes. She's not going to win. She may place anywhere from third to 14th. <clears throat> is, is that not a reasonable competition? What say she was a medalist? I mean, uh, if, she, if she stands on the dais... Uh, I mean, there's already been protests in London. You would have read about those outside the High Commissioner's uh, New Zealand High Commission office. Uh, there have been petitions signed. Uh, in this part of the world, uh, it's very much, uh, I think because we're so uneducated on the subject, it's very much against Laurel Hubbard taking part. If she was uh, to perhaps succeed and perhaps get a medal uh, and stand on the dais, does it make the subject even more volatile? Absolutely. Um, you, you know, and, and I have mixed feelings about it. I'd, I'd like to see her do well. Um, but, but yeah, the, the dividing line is a medal. If she stands on the, as you say, it will inflame passions even further. So uh, this is basically, uh, I mean, uh, in your case, you'll be... Whilst you've got reservations, you'd be really excited about this, surely, because this is a litmus test, isn't it, on the world stage? This is this is um, really really big from a transgender point of view. Yeah, Laurel will be one of three transgender athletes in Tokyo, and there's never been an openly trans athlete at the Olympics. Uh, Canadian footballer Quinn uh, will be playing, and um, uh, American BMX freestyle rider. Chelsea Wolf will be an alternate, um, but all of the attention is going to be on Laurel. My point of view uh, is, is I've thought if, if it wasn't weightlifting, say, for instance, uh, Laurel Hubber was involved in a contact sport, perhaps, say, boxing. Now, you've had a great debate, I think, uh, with Piers Morgan on this subject uh, <laughs> over, over Floyd Mayweather, in fact. If, you said if, if, you, if Floyd Mayweather had one year of transitioning, you would be happy, happy for him to fight a woman. Uh, is that the case? Well, that's not exactly what I said. First of all, um, while trans women are taller, bigger, and stronger, we divide sports like weightlifting and and, uh, boxing into weight categories. And and so trans women aren't going to be bigger than the women in the weight category. And while trans women are stronger, we don't know for sure if trans women are pound for pound stronger. The problem with that potentially comes in with the very largest weight category. And, and this fictitious, I should add, Flo Merriweather um, is, is, is someone who would be hugely outsized compared to the largest women's weight category. And, and so 
there could easily be a, a big mismatch based on size. What I said to Pierce was if there was somebody who was equally sized to this fictitious Flo Merriweather, yes, I would be okay. And, and size, not just like in fat, uh, you know, a, a large woman, um, you know, maybe like Valerie Adams sort of type woman who wanted to get in the ring with this fictitious Flo Merriweather, then yeah, okay, I'd be okay with that. <laughs> Okay, let's uh, let's uh, take a, a, another look at it. Then, what qualities a person who is transitioning do they retain? Okay, from from going to male to female, uh, and you, we're talking post puberty here or later in life, obviously. So, what what qualities or or what strengths, etc., in part in terms of their body, do they retain? Do they not lose? Well, height height's not going to go away at all. Um, Bone mass changes really slowly, but uh, bone mass is kind of a two-edged thing. It can be protective. Uh, it can be something you build muscle on, but you also have to move that bone mass around. And trans women lose strength. They lose aerobic capacity. So that this bone mass may actually hinder them in terms of quickness, recovery, and, and other things. So, so the bone mass thing is kind of a wash. Trans women will maintain some amount of strength. The entire strength advantage for trans women won't go away. We're not really sure yet how much is maintained. So, in essence, Joanna, what you're saying is, uh, and I, I, I sort of glean this from, from uh, what you've been talking about, there's more, uh, is there's more disadvantages, actually, uh, from your point of view for a transgender a- athlete than there are advantages, because that is the big argument, the advantage scenario. Well, I'm not sure I'd say more disadvantages. In terms of physiology, that may not be true. But, you know, trans people have all kinds of disadvantages in life that aren't physiologically based. Uh, Trans people are only one-sixth as likely to go out for organized sport to start with because of the discrimination they face. So, so yeah, trans people have a lot of disadvantages. There are some advantages. And we're not entirely sure yet how all this works out. Joanna Harper, thank you very much for your time. Uh, Well-researched, of course, out of Loughborough University in London, transgender runner herself. Uh, Joanna, thanks very much uh, for giving us those thoughts. It's uh, it's really important that I think New Zealand people become more educated over the whole thing. And I, I guess, like all of us, you'll be watching Laurel Hubbard very, very carefully. Very carefully. Thanks for talking to me. Uh, and thank you very much indeed. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91